Shine on, sis. Charlotte Powell here, and you are up with the queen. Hashtag shine on, sis. This is for those of us who can't afford therapy and talking to the church mother just won't do. We'll be taking a provocative and in-depth look on what's been holding you back. We'll be going over those stumbling blocks that knocked you down and even those from which you thought you'd never recover. Get on up, my good sis. I'm an African-American woman who was oppressed by my own discretions and I'm here to release so that I can heal. Freedom comes when you remember that everything you need, you already have inside. Fair warning, I'm a little bit street, a little bit sweet, but full of the Holy Spirit. So it's all good. Hashtag F-H-I-T-O. You can find more information about me at charlettepowell.com. If you want to reach out, my email is connect at charlettepowell.com. I'm the author of the Amazon best-selling book, You Are a Creator, and you will also find my other publication, Raising His Kids. Every Friday at 4.30, I'm a co-host on the Kingdom Hour show, which is available on YouTube and all the streaming sites. And I am at Charlotte Powell on all the socials. When you get ready to put me in your movie, my character's name will be Charlotte Powell, and I will be playing myself. Let's get into it. Charlotte Powell here. This episode is necessary. It's mandatory. It's where I am right now, meaning this is the place where the Spirit has led me by by the way in which the Spirit leads a me. There are notebooks. I have to protect and guard fiercely because they hold my secrets they hold my innermost thoughts my personal belief systems my joys my attempts my failures and my frailties jesus and what we're going to be doing today is reading an excerpt that God rerouted and sent me back to from a forgotten notebook. It's titled, I don't have a date. I do have a roundabout estimation of the time period. But with the depression that is statistically been documented by way of by way of the Google machine that one in six adult Americans who are what the world calls uh, religious have been diagnosed with depression and I I kind of waver with the number because I know 
even going to a therapist <laughs> to be formally diagnosed for a lot of minorities, even going to the doctor. You, you still don't know why your foot hurting. So I know it, or I like to say I can, from what I've gathered in my life, in my, in my big age, I don't even know if I'm 40 or 41. I don't know which one it is. It must be 40. Must be. Don't, don't worry about it. Just give me something in gym. Um, I know you're not going to find out why you're snapping at your kids and why you didn't want to get out of bed today and why you feel the way you feel when you smell carrots like... These aren't the things. And I and I really <laughs> I've been watching a lot of blackish and seeing how every single thing can be related back to to slavery. We won't do that today. We won't go there. But who who has the time? Who has the space to uh discover themselves or sit and be with themselves when when the lights is due? You know, when I'm the only one here, I got to go to work, go to catch a nap, get up and go to work again to, to maintain, to keep, to keep my head above the water. Wow. So if I can get my, uh, thing that I like to buy or thing I like to eat or drink or, or however the case may be because there are things we do and we really uh, we've attributed to being a part of our personal like this is this is my charm this is my charisma this is my personality and it's probably just a trauma response. And I don't say that haphazardly. I'm not telling you that because you have 52 pairs of shoes that maybe it's a, you know, big issue going on with self-esteem. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. First of all, get, get out your feelings. I don't, I've never seen your closet. Just, I just say what I hear. However the example come up, uh, take it up with Jesus. Cause I don't know what you have at your house. I don't know what you do at your house. I don't know what I don't know what your what your thing is, what your bag is. Now in the places where Charlotte has comforted with the outside force, it's it's, it's very visible. I am a, a, a solid four hundred with some extra on the side, and I know uh, it may be hard to hear, but <laughs> try putting it in a girdle is all I can tell you. So my places of shortcoming is, is easily visible. It is not the same, you know, if this person is a child molester or if they abusing their wife when, you know what I'm saying, they go home or I don't know, just, just things. There's some things you can look at a person and say, oh yeah, they're having a problem with this, 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 and this, and this other stuff you may never see unless God allows you to discern by way of the Holy Spirit and everything going on with everybody ain't never going to always, you know, it ain't going to be your business. He ain't going to tell you. You understand? 
you <laughs> the last thing he told you you told six people and when me now one of the people you told the person it was about nor did you bring it back to him in prayer it became fodder so ain't no way really check the realm check the realm and make sure it is not divination son divination and discernment is not the same check your realm okay wasn't going there up uh, yet here we are so at any rate i like to to get into this it does say that major depression was more prevalent among hispanics which is closely followed by african americans and then white people now i just um was reading an obituary of it's a family they lost both their kids from a drunk driver smashing into their car uh, on the interstate. And as the eulogy was being read for the 17-year-old daughter, they spoke uh, a lot about the depression that she'd been experiencing. Now, this is a young white, uh, you know, adolescent. She was just 17, but it spoke about the way she got to go away. or Because, you know, there are places there are... Um, let's say institutions that if you're really depressed you can just you can just go away you can just uh go get yourself together i don't know what happens in the places um but you know you leave your your home and your family and you just go over to this place for intense therapy for intense uh reconciliation within yourself for an intense look at who you are what's going on to learn the tricks and tools and get a better understanding of who you are so that you'll be able to function in society now this is like i say a, a caucasian young lady i don't know any african-american any of my peers that have had the opportunity to do this thing and i'm not taking anything away from that life i don't know any hispanic i don't know and if i mean sound off in the comments if you know somebody that's had that opportunity. So I do think while I'd rather not try to relate everything back to slavery. Uh, you don't get to, you know, just sit in and mull over things when you got to hit that clock at three and four and five o'clock in the morning. It's no self, you know, contemplation and just. I'm just going to sit here under this tree and watch the leaves fall. You know, this type of self-examination is, especially in America, reserved for the retirement age where you are then, you know, of a certain, of a certain age. You know, the things that could have been discovered or exposed or revealed or... Um, excavated up out of you by the time there's time there there's you know weakness in your hands and uh a lower light in your eye i don't know i think it's time to re, re rethink some things about life and the way we do it and what society says should happen as uh 
we move through the realms. You know, you 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 go to school, you come out of school, you go straight into school again. You do that, you run straight into a job. You know, you already been out of your parents' house since you were 17, 18 years old. Then by the time you're 20, 22, it's already a child on the way. There's been no discovery, no place of quiet, no place of peace. Uh, just the safe space. I was watching a show and the young man took what the world, because they even had to make create a term for it, a, a gap year. Well, my gap year was called flunking out. <laughs> Jesus. And even with that, baby, it was time to go to ConAgra and get on that line uh, and, and box this chicken to pay this rent. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of things that um, can distract and hinder, you know, it's not like, you know, David, where you just tending, not just tending sheep. I don't, you know, I'm not saying it like that, but the spaces that allow for graces, that's what I want to say. We need more spaces that allow for graces where let's have the, uh, the eccentric and esoteric things be discovered and let it look weird and let it be like something nobody else has seen and like something no one else has done to allow children or young adults or adolescents or just while the youth is still there let the passion be pushed let the discovery come forward where it's not, you know, run you to the next activity, run you to the next thing. Don't, the busyness. Ah, there it is. Thank you, God. I'm like, where you taking me, Jesus? The busyness. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into, because I think these are the things that can lead you to that depressive place. When, Because let's think about it. Depressed. You know, the world has a definition, but yet and still, what is it? Now, the world says depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. There is no losing interest in the thing that you were put on this earth to do. But instead, if you have to press down your true purpose and your true nature, come on. You pushing down, pushing away, stepping out of your own light. You have to, who, who you are and were created and meant to be, what you came to this earth to do, you have to press down, depress, knock over, come away from, put on the back burner so that you can go live but it's really not even the life that God has for you. Yeah, that's going to make me a little sad. That's, that's going to put me in a bad mood. So let's, let's get into, because it, 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 just, it just digs off into so many other things and causes inflammation in your body causes the loss and breaks of relationships causes hurts and harms that you not only inflict on yourself but others so let's get into this reading the title of this reading and 
the title of this reading is While in the Storm. Here comes the strong wind of words, the billowing abusive hand. It breaks our hearts. It leaves a mark. Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? The ground moves beneath our feet. Maybe I don't deserve love at all. Feelings of uselessness create white caps of pain. The fear pierces like lightning and the solitude claps against the ear like thunder. Which way will the hurt come this time? I was fooled by the smiles before. You won't trick me this time. I was fooled by the crumbs of attention that were only bargaining tactics to love me back into the boat. I won't be fooled this time. You meant what you said. Nothing will ever be more true. My love for you painted sunshine when the truth was really rain. How can I ever allow myself to trust anyone again? If my desire to be loved, feel love, know love, let me take such abuse. Maybe the problem wasn't the ship, but what I held on to. When in unsavory situations, the eye sees what it wants. The heart rejects the taunts. We give the benefit of the doubt and choose to attempt to prove ourselves wrong rather than reading what's been written in the book. Denial. They show you their hand. They showed you the knife. Why wouldn't you believe and accept those panic attacks as just what they were? The very core of your being trembled at the ruthlessness of their presence. You felt the envy. The despise was tangible, yet you kept taking the licks. Next time will be better. Next time will be different. Maybe they didn't mean it that way. You, your true self knew better, but you desired peace. There is no peace where your light is the source of disdain. You recognize it and begin to hide. Maybe I won't be so pretty. Maybe I won't be so right. You have now become the next tool the manipulator will use against you. You become a sword against yourself, denying your own ideas. You try to lead them there so they can have the credit. You saw the look they gave you last time when your name was called. But why? Why is self-destruction your response to their own self-loathing? Why must you strike your vein to fill them with blood? Now you're empty and they are full. Full with your ideas that they can neither implement or understand, much less execute. And why? So you can feel loved? Guess what? That's not love. You have been used. The greatest betrayal 
You got it to yourself. They struck and you lended the hand. You held the nail in place while they hammered away. Where's your love for yourself? I wish I could dot the question mark twice because I want to ask it again. Where is your love for yourself? In youth, we're trained to esteem others above ourselves. Give that toy to your brother. Girl, give your sister that thing. It pricks our hearts and it makes our insides bleed. Somewhere in this, we're learning that love must hurt. We love our people and we love our things, but there had to be an exchange. One had to be given to the other while we were left with the pain. Oh, the pride of being the bigger person when we only desire to be a flame, to burn away these feelings and live an existence without pain. So here we go again. In every interaction, there is an exchange. What would you give to be yourself again? To be the you before the turmoil. To be the you before the pain, before they left, before you hurt, before you couldn't recognize what you've become. How about we start over? Sounds good, sounds right. So we gather our broken pieces and we sneak off into the night. I'll find myself today. I'll create a new way. My nose won't be so open. In my stride, I will maintain until, until you look into the mirror, damp from showers remains, you see it right behind you, all the fear and hurt and shame. Shame kills quicker than crack. Fear is a drug for your veins. Ain't no getting away from here. This hurt is now yours to maintain. You've been left with the broken pieces that you should have washed down the drain. How did I end up back in this place that I said I'd never return to again? You never left. You never unpacked. You slapped on some Mac on those cracks and you hopped a train. You can't never get away from yourself. Your abusers are projections from your own brain. The manipulation looks just like mama's. The rejection is your daddy's refrain. You won't have a different story until you allow yourself to turn the page. Turn the page. Go back to the beginning. It's necessary and for your gain. Gain the wisdom. Gain the insight. Find out from where you came. Everything in that bag ain't yours. Yet you carry it all the same. It's time to check your puzzle pieces and throw what you can't use into the flame. Unpacking. Unpacking is a hard truth needed to restart again. Unpack the hurt like baggage, the fault, so that you can live untamed. Fear makes us wish for boundaries, 
Shame sets our limits in vain. There are no limits, daughter. No limits should stop your reign. Tell yourself the truth. A key of forward motion is the personal realization of what's really happening. Many times in my life, the quote-unquote benefit of the doubt kept me bound. Instead of allowing the truth of what was happening to me and through me to be what was really happening, I excused a lot. And there were a lot of excuses being made for others and also by myself for myself. I ultimately exchanged that same distorted grace to the others around me. The survival technique stemmed from needing a way to rationalize the people that I loved the most being my greatest abusers. How do I justify my hurt from the father? I should love. And if I don't find a way to grace the absence, um, you know, what, what is this all about? He wasn't there. Whatever the reasoning or rationale that justified the absence was beyond my youthful mindset. So any place that's missing rationale, our brains regulate for the loss. This can be a, a pivotal point that shapes our very lives. Remember, our lives are just getting started and this foundational cornerstone, despite it being wrong, would now become the building block of my very existence. What I couldn't understand, my brain created a story for so that I could survive. That is, until the lies are confronted. And until those lies are confronted, we remain paralyzed and doomed by no fault of your own. It's not your fault. I know, I know this is the thing that keeps being said and you can hear it so many times that it seems to come to none effect because it doesn't fill the void. It gives a reason, an almost airless and tangible, you know, reason, but it's still a reason. Nonetheless, it's not your fault. As you strive towards the holdings of, of being a whole person uh, where you will embrace your own personal flaws and faults in relationships and parenting and in parenting and even the effects which you can see that are beyond your control. But it's still indeed our work. And this is where the grace is needed. Not a grace that tries to hide the truth but in, or even control the truth, but a grace that accepts the truth and sets the truth free. In a way, it releases our former self and our true self to be. To be in the pain. To be in the place to release the pain. And to be the person who doesn't need the pain to define who you are anymore. There are many great plans for your life. And I don't 
I can't tell you how long it'll take for you to get to the place. It's yours. Just grab it and live. Live without the fear. You've survived loss. You've survived worse than what could be going on with you today. But this, my dear, this sweet one, is not the time to accept less. As we grow in God and we grow in grace, as we read our word, as we challenge ourselves to fast, to sit in the sunshine, to be still and be quiet, to meditate on the goodness and glory of God, you'll find out there's more. There's more in you. May the hope for greater pull you to a secret place that won't be shared on Facebook and you may not be able to tell anybody you know, but you will make there's space for yourself and allow it to be okay that you can by days in say I didn't do anything today and that is okay a space for quiet a space for peace a space for rest a space for gratitude. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the time, Father God, that you've allowed us to come together. Thank you for this space, Father, where you allow us to come to hold each other up, to lean and trust on each other as we lean and trust on you, as we link arms in the spirit, as we link hearts and challenge ourselves to be better for ourselves and for our brothers and sisters, God, thank you for the place where we will learn to shine, where we will learn to take off the weights, take off the bondage, take off the fear, step out of the pain and shine. that your brilliant white light of goodness, grace, and mercy will be refracted through the prism of this earth, the work of our hands, the thoughts of our mind, the good intent of our heart, and there will be colorful, bright, vibrant children that are red and yellow and green and blue and purple and gold and silver and brown and black. And every color will reflect our Father and our weird weirdness will win the day. So thank you for isolation. Thank you for creativity. If there is any person, Father, who's feeling bogged down, who is feeling the sadness and weight of the day, that the tears 
don't seem to wash the pain away and the things used I see vodka I see cigarettes I see cigars I see men I see women I see food I see lust I see pornography I see over shopping I see oversleeping I see lack of self-care I see lack of self-love I see mean words that you say to yourself in your mind I can hear the places where you're telling you so stupid for doing that why would you do that you believe that dummy again and you let him come over here and you gave him the most fragile piece of yourself that even beyond your body is your heart. So we will learn, God, to lean over into you, to guard our hearts with diligence because from our hearts spring the trials of life and we will be found relinquishing every single thing to you so that we can get to the good place to the place of gratitude where we thank you, where we bless you where we honor you with our words where we honor you with our lives where we honor you with our home life where we honor you with our behind the scenes where we honor you Father God in the hard places that when the diagnosis comes there will be honor and glory they will say there is something different about this one, there is something that is not the same as the others and even if we go down we can recognize the work that the enemy is trying to do and we will begin to even dig ourselves up out of the space you don't have to go down that far charlotte you went away you used to go away like that that's not what we do now and then when the enemy tries to remind you oh you 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 ain't you know did this in a while you ain't been down in a while you ain't well when was the last time you did this when was the last time you gave up oh you still going like you should just stop you shouldn't go in this week you should you know take that break you should stand to the side you shouldn't go in you should uh just just take some time for you in the space that he knows will lead to damaging reputation we're not falling for it this time. I don't have to go down into depression. I don't have to hide. I don't have to go away. I choose to keep moving forward. Ain't no shame gonna stop me. Ain't no fear gonna press me. Ain't no pain gonna keep me. God bless you. I love you. See you soon. Shine on, sis. Hey. 
Hey, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed you. Go to SherlettPowell.com, shoot me an email, sign up for the mailing list, go to Amazon, find the books, let me know what you think about the books. If you read the books, leave a review. You are a creator in raising his kids. You can always find me on the Kingdom Hour Show. Those uh, are always available on YouTube, Facebook, and all the streaming streamertons. Again, Charlotte Powell. You know how I feel about TikTok. Everywhere you go, it's Charlotte Powell. And baby, when you see me, you're going to know it's me. And you might hear me before you see me. God bless you. I love you. Big shout out to our sponsor. That's right. You heard me. Shine on, sis. Spotlight on our sponsor, Dr. Minister Andrea Brown. Again, thank y'all. Love y'all. See you next time. I'm out.